honorable to learn to crucify your flesh the best way you can. God honors whether he desires a fast for you or whether you have a desire in your heart and you say, God, I want to break down this flesh and get to a point in God. God loves that. He loves when you learn how to crucify your flesh. The problem is when you start ordaining yourself in the flesh by yourself and telling yourself what God approves and doesn't. Can I be very honest with you? Your Facebook fast does nothing to God. I'm not going to do the food, but I'm going to do the Facebook. That's your fast. The problem with you is you think because you didn't see some social media that you've already created. You created something in the flesh. You did a form. You created a form. And you said, I'm going to obey. The, I'm going to crucify the flesh in this form. And when that's over, you say, God, well, why you didn't do it? Because the problem is you never got, you didn't fast to get closer to him. You got, you, you fasted to get closer to what you wanted. The problem with all of our doing, we still don't have understanding of the first principles of oracle of God, knowing faith towards God. We still fasting and doing to prove God, prove to God, rather than trying to get crucified to get closer to him. Which means anything that I do to crucify my flesh, I should have gotten something more out of God. Not just look for something more outside of God. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So we have to understand there are desires, there are things that we have to learn that God is looking to see. He said, Abraham, I know you love your son. But because of the way you love him, I want y'all to hear me this morning. Because of the way you love him. There are some things that we love. Somebody say, I, I, I love my family. I love my children. I love... The, I want you to hear me real quick. You know what's so interesting about God? He's saying if you love anything more than me, we're going to have a problem. Yes, sir. <laughs> he said, I know you love your son. And that sounds crazy. God, of course I love my son. You want me to love my son. This is something that we should all do. But he said, there is something about this, Abraham, that I have to test you in. Because if you love him more than me, you're going to mess up what I'm going to do with you. I want you to sacrifice you what your first love has become. If we put on a, a widescreen right now, what you're really doing, why are you doing what you're doing right now? If God didn't start it, you're looking at your first love. Are y'all hearing me this morning? If he opened me up and said, this is really your desire. This is really why you try. This is really why you read your Bible. This is really why you're trying to. This is really what you're trying to attain and maintain. This is really what you. You know what? Because the desire is not there for me. And it's proven every time you got the kids that you wanted, the house that you wanted. It's proven. See, your seek stop. Sacrifice your first son. The thing that you love. I don't know about y'all. God told me to sacrifice my son. I, I would probably double think. I, I would have been like, that ain't God. The devil is alive. I command everything that's in my mind right now to come down in Jesus. I, I would have had every prayer, everything. I would have fast. God said, bring the thing that you love and sacrifice it. How many of you walking out of the sacrifices that God has made for you because of what your friend said you shouldn't go through? Some of you are stopping what God is trying to bless you with because of what they're saying. You, they're telling you to come off the cross. And you're saying you're right because of grace. And God is saying you misunderstood who I was. If you're religious, all you want to hear today is works. You know what the lie was of the church? That you can get, this, you can get the things of God freely. That's a lie. Freely 
in him. But how did he tell you to get in him? There's a sacrifice. See, we, we say one thing and we misinterpret the whole thing. So we live haphazard Christianity. And that's why everybody happy-go-lucky. I, I don't have to do that. Grace. I don't have to live like that. Grace. And I'm so glad that grace is... See, the problem with your grace message is you're not understanding the faith message. That gets you the grace. Because the, more, the majority of the grace that we talk on, we're not even actually living on. We actually don't have the license for on that level of grace. But I declare you're going into a higher level of grace this morning. Come on, y'all, y'all not, I don't have to give y'all something else. I declare that you're going to go into a higher level of grace this morning. You don't even want, listen to me, favor is not even greater than grace because grace will automatically give you favor. But grace and favor are two different things. You can have favor with man, but don't have the grace with God. But when you have the grace of God, favor comes by default. All right. Let, let's go to, I want to show you something. Let, let's go to John 4, 19. John 4, 19. This is the woman at the well. I want to show you something. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worship on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem, in the place where you ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming. You will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. I'm going to stop right there real quick. He met a woman at the well. And she sang with him. He told her, Listen, I have something for you. She went to go draw water. He said, listen to me. I have water that you don't know of. I can give you some water. And listen to me. That you won't thirst anymore. But he's, she's telling him, uh, well, listen. I, I, you know, the water that I'm drawing, I understand it because my forefathers worshipped and we understand how to get water. I don't know the water you're talking about, but I know the water that I know. You know the problem with us is we still drink it from water and that's why we still, our water, so that's why we're still thirsty. And God is trying to give you water so you don't thirst no more. You worship what you do not know. We know we worship for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now when the true worshipers, the who? The who? Worshipers will worship the Father. Worship the who? In what? Spirit. And in what? For the Father seeking such to worship Him. Which means God is seeking such to worship Him in, in what? Spirit and in what? He did not say worship Him in the flesh. He said worship Him in what? Spirit. Let's talk about worshiping in spirit. Are y'all alright with this? Amen. You know what I realized? That believers have to learn the first principles of prayer. Learn the first principle of, of the precepts of God. To how to really access God. He said, learn to worship. The real worshipers are going to learn to worship me in spirit. Somebody say, in spirit. In spirit. Now let me ask you something. How many of you feel like you've reached, you, 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 you understand, you, you've prayed in the spirit? Now, I want you to understand something. Praying in the Spirit don't mean you just not shout out about it. That don't mean you. I can be praying in the Spirit with my words. Because God's Spirit is in you, what He's saying is, when your heart desire is after me. When you're praying after me, not just after you. That's why it takes time in God. Listen to me. There's two things that take time. Number one, it takes time to break down your flesh. And number two, it takes time because you want to know more of him. If anybody ever talk about time and prayer, any, that's a waste of time. If I spend more time with my wife, I get to know her better. The problem with us is five minutes of your time in prayer is not getting you to five mountains that you need to overcome. 
Your problem is you don't pray. Y'all don't want to. I'm, 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 I'm so sorry. We're going to go down this road. Your problem is you're not praying. And when you pray, you pray in the flesh. You're praying in your mind. You're praying in your desires. Lord, fix him. Lord, do this. Lord, do that. What happened to the Lord? I just thank you for being God. I just thank you that I got life to breathe. I thank you. I just thank you for who you are. I thank you for what you've already done. The fact that I'm even able to come to you is because you love me first. That's why I'm able to come to you. I'm not able to come to you because I'm trying to please myself to you. The reason why I'm able to get to you is because you gave me faith to give. Somebody say pray right. Pray right. The problem with us, we learn to pray wrong. You say, what? Well, what do you mean pray wrong? Well, that's why you don't stay in prayer long enough. That's why prayer is a work. Most of us, prayer is a work to you. That's why you don't desire it. When you understand prayer, you love prayer. In fact, you get so caught up in prayer, you don't even remember the time. You don't even remember the time it is. Can I give y'all a secret real quick? You know your, the problem with us is your lack of prayer. See, some of us right now is battling with, but it's not prayer. It's not about prayer, Pastor. You cannot reach the things of God from a corner place. You cannot reach the things of God from a corner state. The reality of it is, the problem with us is we've learned to pray a couple of minutes and try to study our way out of the things that God has called you to access in the realm of prayer. And once you've been endowed with the Spirit, you go do what He said do. I become the manifestation of what I'm praying. You know why things are not done in your life? Because you've never came the manifestation of what you was praying. That's why Jesus got mad at the disciples. He said, have y'all not learned? Don't you see me going in prayer and when I come out the power? Don't you see me going in prayer and I come out the power? The problem with you is you're trying to make me do something by principle when I only can come by prayer. America is so intellectually dumb. You give me a man of prayer that don't know anything, I'll, ro- I'll roll with him anytime than the intellectual man that knew all the scriptures but can't move anything. That's why the scribes was, y'all are so uneducated, but we, we can tell you've been with Jesus. The problem with you is you're so educated, but your problem is you don't be with Jesus. The scribes knew everything from A to Z, but the, their problem wasn't that they read about him, but they didn't know him. How many of you wasting time when you're just reading about him, but your reading don't provoke him to him? I don't care what you know about him. If you're knowing about him, don't get you to the person of him. You are wasting your time. You walk away where I prayed today. You didn't pray until, watch this, your desires become his. All right, let me prove it. Come on, come on. on. Y'all ready? Come on, we're going to learn this morning. Yes. Philippians 2.12. Philippians 2.12. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation. Work out who salvation? Work out who salvation? Oh, so I thought you was going to say, well, the pastor made me do this. And the per- you know, them unsaved people, you know, they hurt my feelings, God. And that's why I didn't obey you. They, you see what they did to me? That's why I couldn't obey you. God said, work out your own salvation in fear and trembling. So at the end of the day, God said, there is no excuse. Because I brought prophets to you. I brought pastors to you. I brought people to wake you up and ring your doorbell and say, I am here on behalf of God. And he wants to say he loves you. He wants to say he wants to deliver you. Can you accept his invitation? I didn't ask you for a payment. I didn't ask you for an offering. What I'm asking you is just to believe him. 
with fear and trembling. For it is who? God who works in you both to what? And to for his good pleasure. It is who? God who works in us to what? Will and to Now let me ask you something. Where did you have room for your will? I'm trying to open your eyes to something. The problem with us is we praying to our will and not his. That's why we come out of prayer the same and nothing changed. The fact that I come, can I teach y'all prayer? What this atmosphere, y'all, y'all, y'all tightening up on me. Are y'all hearing? You, 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 you hear me? <laughs> The, the, because you see, the the enemy loves us when he don't. We know when he knows. I know how to not get them to him. I'll let him shout. That shout, baby. I got you when you get home. <laughs> read that. You should read so good. I got you when you get home. I got you. I I know. I I know how to micromanage your your issues. I know how to micromanage you and where your pains and I know how to get you off track. What God is saying, when you understand the level of prayer, when you understand the level of desiring Him, when you pray, if you're not praying and His desire come upon you, when you're, listen to me, anything in my prayer that still say I, with the singular I, you are still not praying yet. Pray in the Spirit, which means I don't pray in the flesh. If my mind is still saying I need Instead of I, instead of you, it is you, God. It's, you know what? It's you, me. It's, it's what I desire from you, you, me. Somebody say, I'm breaking through levels. Christians ought to know how to pray. It's not a hard message. Christians need to know how to pray. If God is your father, you need to learn how to pray. You need to learn how to communicate with him. Amen. So if my will is still taking the front seat over his will, I'm still praying in me. That's why we're still making a name for ourselves, not for him. Most of us still believe it's what we're going to do to get to get what God wants us to do, rather than learning to stay with him. You know what I've learned and I'm learning God is having to teach me? Is, son, when you stay with me, no matter the, of the uncertainty, I take care of you. I know it looks like, it looks funny, it looks shaky sometimes, but you know what's so interesting? The fact that I do it that way, it's, I'm trying to show you, I don't want you to even think that it was you. So I gotta keep you in a place of uncertainty, so you know that it was all me. See, the problem is, until I can learn, you can learn that uncertainty is not an it's not a no to me, but it's actually a yes in me. When I bring you overflow, you won't be able to handle it. You're going to build your own idol to you. Some of you are in a place of uncertainty. And the devil has brought you shiny objects to follow. And you've been following those shiny objects. And God is saying, you're not trusting in me. You're not believing in me. Listen to me. The problem is, even when you pray, you're not praying long enough for my desire to arise in you. When my desire arises in you, fear has to leave. My love cast out. It's impossible to tell me you pray. Listen to me. This is no, I'm not condemning you. I'm teaching you. It's impossible to tell me you pray and you're still fearful. That's good. If anybody have a problem with this, we can go down the scriptures after service. I'm serious. 
Because the problem with us is we still have so itchy ears for what we can do for God. That's why the rich young ruler said, Lord, what must I do? What can I do to pay, to pay you off so I can get eternal life? You know, I'm a rich man. I've done all the things of church. that I know all the systems of church. I obey them all, God. You, you know what? I'm a good man. Can you tell me what must I do now to enter that life that you're talking about? How in the world that he didn't enter that life doing all that he are you doing what God told you to do? Are you doing what pleases everybody that somebody say I'm changing, I'm changing. He said the true worshiper shall worship in what? And in you need to learn to worship in spirit and in what? The truth is, until you meet the truth of God, you're still praying from the, you're still praying from your own desires rather than the desire of him. Because once God's desire comes, fear leaves. And you understand his purpose and will for you. Have you ever prayed long enough? Have you ever prayed strong enough to understand God's will for you? Or has the devil walked you out of prayer because... Can we talk? You know, I just feel like we need to rest here for a second. You know what? Because we, we spend a lot of time on stuff that really don't matter unless you understand this first principle. How can I tell you about your blessing if I can't teach you how to get to... If I can't tell you how to get to God? If I can't tell you how to interpret his mind, interpret his voice, how in the world? Faith comes by what? Which means you will never reach a faith that you can't hear. You will never reach a place that you cannot hear. The problem is you still think you can read and reach. Okay. Ah, y'all ready? You still think you can read and reach. God didn't tell you you're going to read and reach. That's why he said the letter can be dangerous. That's what the scribes tried to do. They want to beat you up with the scripture. No, your next level is because the word said. But when God said, the word comes to you by what you hear. Intimacy in God. Intimacy in God. You ain't got time because you spent two hours on TV, but you ain't got none for God. But you got a bigger problem that TV can't handle. You know what's so interesting? We know God is able, but we're not willing. And the place of willingness, the place of willingness, the enemy is there to accuse us and tell us, you don't have to do that. And he'd even give us the grace message for ourselves. It's kind of like the disciples telling Jesus, you don't have to go to the cross. That's why it's dangerous to be with people who don't, who don't understand sacrifice. I understand the man of God. When he said, I got to go on three days fasting with no food. I say, speak on, man. We're going to pray you in that. When I say, I got to get to this. Why? I understand this man of God is seeking after the heart of God. Is seeking after. The... See, we so blatantly watery. We don't even understand language like that. Because we think it comes by way freely. If your miracle came freely, why you don't have it? I know I say controversial stuff. I'll probably be on the news later. But I just like to be honest. I don't know about you. I'm just, I don't like to play church. I didn't get saved to play. I, I don't see y'all don't understand me. I didn't get saved to play church. If I want to play, I just go in the world. I don't have to do this. I didn't come here to say, God, you said this, but it don't work. And we just play. Just live. No, no, no. I don't have time for that. I want to know, God, can this word get inside of me and become and manifest what you said? I don't have time to play or I got a family to leave. I got a desert. I got people hungry. Families who are dying. Come on. God is trying to bring you his burden, but you're still on your own. Mm, that's good. That's good. 
good. And as soon as he twists you a little bit, you say, ah. He <laughs> say, I told you. It was about you, not me. Right. The majority of Christians today won't handle the last day call because their world will break down because their world was the world. Their world was the world. Is your world the world or is your world him? Is your faith in the stuff that you desire? Is your faith in what you feel that I saw this in God? I saw me becoming like this. That's so good. The problem is the way you're going to do it. That's why many people who go high in places that God has ordained for them, the problem with them is they got old. Now they're not even serving God because they went up there without the instructions of God. If you go without God where he called you to go, he'll still, watch this, because the time, that time and space, sometimes you'll meet the time that was already ordained for you. But if you didn't meet the... If you didn't meet the person back here that was supposed to sustain you, when you meet the time, you'll misinterpret and mess it up. Well, Jeremiah said, you knew me. Why, why in the world you knew me? In the beginning, I knew you. Do you come on, somebody say, God knows me. Knows yeah, yeah, he knows me. So if God is not guessing, who guessing their life? So why are you guessing your life and your life is in him? Ten minutes already? Man, I feel like I'm just starting. Hallelujah. <laughs> Am I giving out whoopings? I'm so sorry. Somebody say the grace of God. What I want you to understand is God desires you for you. And if we don't understand your light, your walk with God has nothing to do with what you know. It has to all to do with who you know. That's why I'm not interested in intellectualism without producing the manifestation of them. God has ordained everybody in here to learn to walk with him in such a way that you understand what he has created you to operate in from the beginning. But living in the spirit, being led by the spirit, he said those who walk by the spirit are sons of God. Not servants. They're sons of God. Not servants of God. See, servants, watch this. God uses people that are not saved. Oh, church don't like that. God uses people who are not saved. But he said, I don't call you servants. Because servants go to work for a paycheck. But they don't have no invested interest in the will of the Company, what I'm trying to tell you is where you're supposed to walk is come. You walk in your job with the government, you didn't walk in by yourself. You walk in that pavement, you're supposed to come in with the whole company. But you're still mad at the girl at the door that's still giving you the ugly eyes. <coughs> <laughs> For it is God who works in us to what? Will and to what? Which means you don't have a will anymore. Ah, somebody say, I laid my will down. Ah, I want y'all to hear it. Come on, say that again. I laid my will down. The problem with you is you're fighting with bringing your will back. If I lay my will down, everything that I do has nothing to do with what I feel. God, I pray, because, you know, I will for this. See, the problem is, he said, you have not because you. And when you ask, it's still in your will, not mine. Which means when I go to pray, if my will has not reached his will, I have not even prayed just yet. That's why 10 minutes don't keep the devil away from you. Because when your conversation is always about what people are doing to you, 
it tells me you're still a, in a victim place rather than an overcoming place. When you were born to walk in a place of overcoming, the devil should be scared of you not messing with you. The, 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 the witches and all the, see, the, they should be, I, I, we're not touching that house. We're not touching that family. We're not touching them. They got too much prayer around them. There's too many hedges around them. You know what? If we say something wrong to them, our kingdom get messed up. The problem with us is we're not known to God enough. We're not known to God. God said, I watched over my word. Come on. Say that. Yes, yes, yes. How much of the word is in you for him to watch over? Oh, you just got to say the word. When you spend time with God, angels have to accompany yes. you because of the revelation that's coming to you. Yes. I'm going to say that again. I'm just yes. giving you a new key. The See, when you spend time with God, angels have to accompany you because of the revelation that's going to come to you. When you spend time with God, God will, watch this, he will never deny you the information that you want to know. See, many of us are still confused, and the problem not it. See, we're trying to walk around it. I'm still confused because of what I don't have. I'm still confused. No, the real confusion is you haven't learned how to stay in him long enough. You haven't learned how to jump in father's arms and don't leave the room. How about you pray for a whole day? Don't you think something's going to happen? I don't know why I'm talking about this. You know what? Because I believe in raising real believers. I believe in raising strong believers. I don't believe in just telling people something that will encourage them to stay in, in faith. No, no, no. What I'm trying to get you to learn to overcome some stuff. When you go home, you tell the devil to leave this house. You tell the devil to leave your children. You tell the devil. You, you don't have to say, God, God, do it. You're not in that anymore. You come with the manifestation within yes. you. And you say, mountain, move. Prayer is supposed to be a transfer. Somebody say a transfer. But many of you, your hunger is still in what you want and desire. And you're not willing to lay down your first love. You say, what do you mean my first love? Some of you, your first love is prosperity. Some of you, your first love it's your next opportunity. Some of you, your first love is your degree. Some of you, your first love is what you're trying to acclaim to, what you're trying to be named to. Some of you, your first love is relationships. Some of you, your first love is your wife, your husband. The problem with all of that is when that becomes your first love, God said, I got to, I got to create a space where you can learn to lay it down. I don't, y'all not ready for this today. I got to create a sacrifice for you to lay it down. Because until I can entrust you all the way, there are certain things I can't entrust you with my stuff. Because as soon as that turns, you're going to move with it. As soon as your job turns, you're moving with it. You didn't consult me. You didn't ask me. As soon as, I, as, soon as something is messed up with your resources, Job, you know who sent that, huh? Are y'all all right with this? Are you willing to lay down your first love? When I was drying up, there's times when you identify you're drying up and you're like, God, something is wrong. And he's always going to address, where is your first Some of us are dried up and we don't know why. Why I'm not hungry anymore. Because you've made something your first love that wasn't supposed to be in the first place. So now you're so worried about this. And now you just got to do this. Watch this. Because it is right. Everything that's good and true is not the now of God. Let me ask you something. Didn't God tell y'all to take care of your family? Didn't he say he's going to bless you with houses and cars and all this stuff? Now let me ask you something. Which one did he tell you? 
He did. Which means without a progressive word, you don't even understand how to acclaim to what he's calling you to. So what we do is make excuses based on the letter. Y'all don't want to. I'm going to leave y'all alone. We make excuses and based on the letter. What the Bible says. It sounds like the serpent in the garden. Didn't the... Yeah. Didn't God say? Yes. Yes. <laughs> didn't God say that? And He said, "Yeah, you're right. Watch this. You are right, but you're wrong because right. faith comes by hearing. Right. Uh, you're right, but you're wrong. Amen. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to get y'all to provoke something that you can grab, but you. We still lay it. We, we haven't laid it down totally. Somebody say, I'm going to lay it down. Let me tell you something. What you're not hungry for, God will never give you. I don't care how much you go to church. What you're not hungry, I'm giving y'all principle. I'm not, well, let me tell you something. I don't preach at people. Don't ever think, pastor, don't have time for that. What I'm trying to do is enrich you with something that help you understand how God will give you more and give you more. Because when I get more from him, I got more grace for space that I'm trying to get to. But when I come in here and I'm not hungry for anything, just oh, I've just come to church, you missed it already. But you get excited for your job. I'm going to pay it happily. Well, my check come Friday. Whoa. Can't wait for lunch. Woo. We come to the body of house, cry. Go ahead, Pastor. Ooh, that's so good, man. Then <laughs> go out, ready to go again, because we still entrust. We really still think that the world have more than God. Wow. You know our problem. That's why. Watch this. We are still ashamed of the gospel, and we don't know it. That's why we don't even understand that scripture. That's why boys, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's why you're trying to switch up things in the world to make it fit your world because you think the gospel is too much for them. But they're looking for the gospel. That's why he said the harvest is plentiful. The labors are few. We don't have a harvest. The harvest is waiting for you. But you're ashamed of the gospel because we haven't learned enough of the gospel to know that is the winning piece. So we're not hungry enough to desire. You know when you come in hungry? A man of God needs that hunger. Because God pulls from the man of God based on your hunger, not what you want. Not what he prepared. I don't know about y'all. I don't prepare like you think I do. I don't do that. I got to hear. Because I don't believe giving you stories change you. I believe inspiring you by the Spirit of God changes you. But if I can't provoke you to a hunger, you'll never get what you need. That's why sometimes we're trying to talk to people and we're giving our pearls to swine. Because you haven't even provoked them to hear, to even want to know the secret before you're trying to give it all to them. I don't give your pearls to swine, which means don't give people the secrets of the kingdom if they're not willing to hear it. Thank you. See, when I see a man of God, that's why with, with my father in ministry, other men of God that I know, I, listen to me. I, I stick my schedule. I'm sick. I shut up. Even if some men of God I might know more in this area, but this one I don't know about, I'm going to shut up. We're going to spend all day because I'm hungry to know what you know because I know the God in you give me the answer to life. Your dishonor to what God is bringing to you to get what you is what's causing you the lack of what you need. Amen. I feel like this is a mastery class. <laughs> That's good. Are y'all hearing me? Amen. 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 That's why you should never dishonor people. Because even if they don't know the 90%, the 10% they do know you might need. And what we don't realize is without a hunger, God doesn't provoke their heart, their spirit to give it to you. Which means you'll always be limited because of your lack of hunger. 
Many men of God have so much, so much, so much. It's there. That's why sometimes a colored man say, I know you know. Y'all don't know men of God give secrets too. I hide secrets too. All right. Because there are levels to this. There are levels. That's why honor is at the highest priority. You will never grow beyond the level that you can come up into in by honor. That's why the person who does not honor, there are people, I'm teaching y'all about honor for a second. That's why people who come to church just to come and they're not connected. That don't mean they go to the church. And the danger of that is they're not informed. God can't inform the body about them. I'm going to leave y'all alone. There are many of you here that I just, you don't even know I pray for you. God said, pray for this one. Pray for that one. I'm interceding. And you're like, okay, my day got better. You don't know pastor praying. And sometimes I know you pray. But those who are not connected because of their dishonor. God sometimes have to lead them. This has nothing to do with honoring me. I, I, I'm trying to teach you the principle of honor. Even when you don't like it. Because what God is trying to get you to understand is you will never grow beyond the person who can get you there. The other lie is that you can get it all yourself. It's a lie. There was not a Joshua without a Moses. There was not an Isaac. There was not an Elijah without Elijah. You got to understand that there are things that God will put people in place for you. There, listen to me. Your blessing come by people. Your favor come through the instrument of. So if you never learn how to communicate the God in you to people, you already misinterpret what you're trying to do. Somebody says it's time for me to wake up. You can put it on something. I, I'm, I'm not done, but I'm going to just close this. My desire and God's desire for you is to understand that if you can learn to come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, can I be honest with you? It breaks my heart even when leaders, people on live TV, we have leaders in the body of Christ, and I don't care if they hear me say this. There is no such thing as I'm a leader coming to you and saying to you that I deal with depression. How can I preach to you but I deal with depression? I don't care. I, listen, I really don't care how people think about me. Because if you're telling me you can deal with depression and be in the presence of God, I'm talking about in the presence that I'm talking. Not the presence that you... Your God and my God are two... That's why he said we came in the name of his God. I ain't coming in the name of my God. I come in the name of my God. I don't know what your God do. I come in the name of my God. When I meet my God, it's impossible for me to stay in my own mind. The fact that your mind is messed up, it shows that you you haven't met your, the God that he wants you to meet. So we've allowed carnality to equate to spirituality in the body. And so we, we, we take both of them. I deal with this, but I'm still okay. I, we got all that stuff. So we have the prayer line, but what are we praying for if we not have the expectation of him? Why would you pray if you don't have the expectation that he can do what he said yes, he can do? Yes. Jesus. I don't care how sick you are. I don't care how what disease you got. In the body of Christ, we're going to pray until we see what he said. And don't get tired of it until you see it. Yes. 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 Yes.
Like the old folks say, I've been running with God and I ain't tired yet. I know that. Uh, yeah. Come on. I, I ain't tired yet. Don't get tired of winning. Yeah. Come on. Some, sometimes we get tired of winning. Why are you getting tired of winning? Stop getting tired of winning. You know what was wrong with Israel? They got tired of winning. They didn't know they was winning because they saw desert. Some of you seeing desert, but you're not in the desert. You're walking with God. I would love to be with God in the desert than be in the world with stuff but no God. God, put on I will exalt you. You are my God. Now, that was just hanging by. God is wanting you to understand. I want you to go deeper to another yes, level. Yes, 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 yes. I'm tired of talking y'all around the mountain. The problem is your prayer life. Thirty minutes ain't gonna cut it either. You know he told his disciples, you couldn't even just pray for an hour. You know what he said? The adversary came. Yes, it is. That was supposed to keep you out of temptation, which means the hour only keeps you out of temptation. The over Ah, let me give it that, that's not for today. That's not for today. That's not for today. See, we struggle with 15 minutes. We struggle with five minutes. But we want to see God take on some stuff. We want to see God move in my stuff. We want to see God. Didn't you say it? Yeah, he said it. But until you learn to get him for you to say it, you're misinterpreting this whole thing. I am so sorry that the church told you that you can come and be nothing and do nothing and live your life long as you said, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But the reality we said, why do you call me and you don't do what I say? So God is looking for a deeper consecration. Some of you, why I'm talking about that? I'm talking about fasting because some of you, you need to. And you know what's so interesting that I have to deal with? Because even as a pastor, I shouldn't struggle telling you that. The reason why I'm struggling, there's something in the flesh saying that, oh, they're not. See, see this is the devil does to leaders. Yes. It's trying to even trick up the pastors to not make you feel bad that you need to fast. So, so we, 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 we mix up the word to make it sound good to you. And you go home never overcoming. No, I'm telling you, it's going to make it plain to you. You need to fast. Every believer is supposed to fast. Yes. Supposed to fast. Some of you, you haven't laid down your first love. Some of you, you haven't laid down your first love. So God, you know, sometimes you get tied up in taking care of your family. Somebody say, it's his family first. See, pastors pray, they, they preach on himself too. Amen. You have to learn to stay in the space that God yes, has created yes, for yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. We don't need a duplicate of what's already made. Amen. And what I found by the enemy, he makes you think that you got to intertwine it with that to make it look like something. And God is saying, listen to me. You can create something that make people go halfway, or you can learn how to give them the wholeness. Yes, 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 yes. That's good. What we get mixed up is, is what we don't understand is, sometimes God would change how he's doing something, but he don't change the message. And what I'm realizing about a lot of believers, we're changing the method and the message. To fit the narrative of what we think is going to save people. So now you don't change the method and the, me the methodology and the message. Now you're looking for the response of God that he told you I can't pay for because I didn't call that. Yes, 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 yes. What is God calling you? And watch this. Who are you thinking that's greater 
that's stopping you from what he told you to do. We have the mind of Christ. Somebody say, I got the mind of Christ. If you don't understand that the mind of Christ is wanting to push you forward into his desires for your life, you will always go into your own mind and misinterpret his divine direction for your life. But I declare we're going to get direction this morning. Come on, I declare I'm going to learn to walk in his ways. I declare I'm going to learn to walk in his desires. I'm going to, come on, I'm going to go deeper this time. I, come on, some of you are acting like you don't know what deeper is. You know what deeper is. You know you're stopping the devil, keep messing with your mind in prayer, and you keep getting out. Why you keep letting him set the narrative? Listen to me. I close the door, let nothing be in the room, and you stay. Yes. Until your mind says, brother God, you come for me or I die. We haven't met yet. I forgot I'm not at a pastor's conference. I'm, like, I, I, I'm trying to talk to leaders. That's good. Do you know God can't entrust you until you know he knows you all in? You don't join a gang until they know you're right. to the point of death. You, don't, you ain't joining this posse until I know you all in. You're going to go through the test. You're going to go through this test. You're going to go through the mental test. You're going to go through the killing test. You're going to go through all these tests. I need to know that you're... Are you willing to lay down your Isaac? Well, God, you wouldn't tell me to lay down Isaac. Yes, I will. Then he says... Don't put a hand on that boy. He said, he said, don't put a hand on him. But an angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay a hand on his, his head. I don't mean lay. And do anything to him. For now I know that you fear, which means at the point of death, God will always make God will always make an opportunity. He will always give you a ram. Stand to your feet if you can. I was praying about what God wanted me to put to speak about today, he said, ask them, are they willing to lay down their eyes? Are they willing to lay down their eyes? If what you are attempting to do is greater than what God wants you to do, you have not been consumed by the will of God. We're supposed to be spiritual first. Walk in the spirit. He said those who are born of the spirit. Somebody say born of the spirit. Born of the spirit. Is spirit and those who are born of the flesh. How many, come on, have you been born by the spirit? If you're born of the Spirit, you're not, watch this, you should not be just dictating your flesh. I don't have a will anymore. I don't have a will anymore. I'm going to say it again. I don't have a will. When I wake up, I wake up because of His will. When I lie down, I lie down because of His will. When I take care of my family, I take care of because of His will. Yes, sir. Amen. Not mine. Not mine. God is looking for people to say that not my will, but your will be done. I know you pray good. I know you come to church good, but you still haven't learned. Listen to me. You're still holding on to your Isaac. And giving God the sacrifice that you approve that he hasn't yet. Yes, 
what are you trying to give God that he said, no, 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 no. I want that thing right there. If I took that from you, how would you respond? If I let that out of you, how would you respond? He said, when you come to me, lay down your life. Somebody say, lay it down. I don't know where we picked up our life. But he said, when you come to me, lay it down your life. The only thing that's supposed to be picking it up is the spirit of God. Because your will is supposed to be dead in the first place. He said, you argue and quarrel because you're still in yours. You're still angry with people because you're still in your will. See, many of us come together. How do I let them go? The problem, reason why you haven't let them go is because it's still your will for them. It's still your will for you. It's not your, You still hold on to your will. Lift your hands. God is not looking for churchgoers. He's looking for somebody to be carriers. God is looking for carriers. He wants carriers. He wants carriers. He wants carriers. Can you be a carrier? I can only entrust you to be a carrier. When you can learn to lay down your, your Isaac. Come on. I, I, now that I know that there is nothing that you love bigger than me, I must bless you. You will never be put to shame. You will, watch this. You will never walk for nothing. Now that I know you're willing to lay down your career. You're willing to lay down your money. You're willing to lay down your family. You're willing to lay down your job. You're willing to lay it down if I called it to But you're still controlled. But I'm calling you to lay it down. And you will know how to lay it down if you can learn to stay in intimacy with me. Because it's the spirit realm that's going to grow you, not the flesh. You say, well, I, I've been praying, but the problem is you haven't waited long enough for your carnality to come down. You've been praying, but you've been saying words, but your heart hasn't turned to your affections towards him. I don't care if you fasted for a whole month. If your heart didn't turn towards him, you've done nothing. I'm so sorry to tell you. God is saying, I want your heart. And when you seek me, this is the condition. When you seek me, not with half of your heart, not with half of your desire, not with what you want and I want, but when you seek me with nothing else but all of you, with all of your heart, you will find me. Why have I not found you, God? Because I've been seeking with half. I've been saying I want you, God, but if this don't happen for me, I'm going to fall. I've been saying I want you, God, but if this happens to my family, I don't know what to do. He's saying, I already told you. Give me all of you. Yes. Somebody lay it down. Lay it down. Let me tell you something. The devil can't hold a dead person. You might be sick, but guess what? Sickness has to fall off when you're dead. The reason why stuff can stay on you because you're not dead yet. There's a part of the law that the enemy is still accusing you. Oh, Jesus. We're going to have to go into a whole other sermon. When you die, sickness can't hold you. The devil can't do anything when you're dead. He must, watch this, submit to God because you're not you anymore. Remember, it's his will. Remember, it's his will. It's not yours anymore. I'm going to pray that today you lay down your eyes. You lay it down. Moses, lay it down. Lay down the rock. Lay it down. You can't save them until you lay your life down. 
You can't save your children until you lay your life down. You can't save your marriage until you lay your life down. You can't save nothing until you lay your life down. Healing doesn't come until you lay it down. Deliverance doesn't come until you lay it down. I'm talking about total deliverance. He said, listen to me, you're the only one that came back to thank me. Listen, you will always be healed, but they, the thing going to come back on them. Until you lay it down. You can't be found until you lay it down. Many of us have gave portions of laying it down, but you haven't gave all. And God is asking and requesting for all this morning. God is requesting for all. I'm going to pray over you. I'm going to pray that you learn to desire him beyond your needs. Because when your needs are taken care of, he still wants your desire. When you pray for what you wanted and he's met it and you stop praying there because you got what you needed. And he said, listen, your desire is only as much as you need. And I got to break you out of that. Some of you supposed to be guardians over your family. Your prayer is supposed to be reaching other houses. It's supposed to be more than your four and no more. It's more than your three and no more. God is saying, you are the prayer that you've been praying for. It's time. It's time. Lift your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray. I pray your grace on the, every individual in this place.